Chana Pesel Bas Yosef Dov. Aleha Hashalom, the Neshama should have an Aliyah. And this morning's learning program is in her merit. And in her zchus, it should be a, an Aliyah for us as well. Coming right off of just a few hours ago, we were all saying Slichas. And uh, here's our first breakfast and learn program in our final approach here to Rosh Hashanah. So as we mentioned, we're going to be talking about Hagba. Picking up the Sefer Torah. Picking up the Sefer Torah like this after Kriyas after Laning. Picking up the Sefer Torah. Why are we talking about Hagba a week before Hashanah? Well, I guess it's an re- area we can improve in. We want to try improving ourselves before Hashanah. Area where we need a little bit of chizik and review and reminders. But there's a lot of areas we need to improve in and remind ourselves of why, why are we picking this. So we, as we mentioned yesterday, there's a fascinating Ramban al The Ramban, Nachmanides, in his commentary al on Parshas Kisavit, which we learned yesterday. So there's a, a series of 11 curses that go back and forth that... Uh, uh, we had Jews stationed on Har Grizim, Jews stationed on Har Abel. There were 11 curses that became blessings. Cursed is he who does this, blessed is he who avoids this. Cursed is he who doesn't do this, blessed is he who does do this. The 11th curse was Arashar Loyokim es Hazois La Cursed is he who does not sustain, does not fulfill the whole Torah. You get a curse for not fulfilling, not sustaining the Torah. Now, what is that curse referring to? So Rashi interprets, Rashi understands, it means fulfillment, mamish, performance. And, and there's like an all encompassing generalized curse for, for all 613 misses. The Ramban disagrees, and the Ramban cites a number of quotes from Chazal to back himself up. Says the Ramban, we're not talking about performance, we're talking about yakim. Yakim means uphold, to uphold, to sustain. It means upholding the Torah, sustaining the Torah before even performance. And one of the Peshatim the Ramban brought down, we saw, was a Yushalmi. A Yushalmi that says, it's referring to the Chazin, who is the Gabbai in Shul, holding up the Torah, holding the Torah aloft during the time of Torah reading. So according to Ramban, the Torah is not only referring to this concept of holding up the Torah, which we do every time we have reading, Torah reading, every time we have Christ, every time we have leaning. It's, it's, it's clear from the way the Ramban, the Ramban puts that back into the Pasuk, and according to the Ramban, the Pasuk is therefore telling us that someone that doesn't do Hagbah properly, someone who's not really doing the mitzvah, what we call Hagbah, is really going to be getting a curse. Cursed is the person who is not Yakim. Yakim. Ramban says we take it literally. Uphold. To uplift. Uplift physically, literally. If you don't do it, you get a curse. And again, by extension, if you don't do it properly, which means you're not doing it, you're going to get a curse. Now, that's a little scary. This certainly would behoove us this time of year and right after that parsha to review the halachas, what it means to do the hagba properly, and when you're doing it improperly, what a person has to have in mind, how you, how you do it. Um, we, we definitely don't want to be chas hashalom incurring curses. Now, there is a bit of a discussion if this Ramban means to, to, to um, be taken, the literal interpretation of the positive means to be taken literally in terms of a curse. In other words, Ramban is taking the Gemara in, in, in the Yushami and Saita and putting it back into the Pasuk. Does Ramban believe that on a biblical, scriptural, Daraisa level, you actually get a curse for, for it's referring to the, 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 the straightforward Pshat, is referring to the Hagba by Kriya Satoram. Some say yes, some say no, some say it's homiletical in nature, some say the Ramban uh, believes it's just what we call Nasmachta, it's a, it's, a, it's a reference, an illusion, you're not really getting the curse of the Torah, but others say no, the Ramban's meant to be taken literally, the Ramban really believes that if a Yid doesn't do Hagba properly, all the more so doesn't do Hagba altogether, you're getting a curse. So, you know, 
whether we're superstitious or not, we definitely don't want the Torah's curses, right? When the Torah says explicitly, or that we don't want to incur. And it's really a simple matter of not, as taking a few minutes to go through some of the basics of what goes into Hagba. What goes in, Rabbi Yisai, um, a, a proper Hagba, and it's a, it's a discussion that not only can end up uplifting the Torah, but it could even be uplifting for us. So, let's, let's uh, try to just approach that step by step over here. First of all, wh- why exactly... Do you get a curse for this? So where is this coming from? And, and the Ramban does cite, it's a Bryce and Masech from where most of the halachas come from, the idea of picking up the Sefer Torah and showing it to everybody. Why is that so important that if I don't do it, I get a curse? And, 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 and uh, you know, why is that reserved for the final curse? Cursed is he who doesn't uphold, sustain, uplift the Torah. Like, what, what's, what's going on with this? Picking up the Sefer Torah suddenly became something that's so important that's the final, the final klala, the final order, and, and uh, you know, look, what the consequences are so dire. So the Emes is like this, very fascinating idea here. Yaakim is meant to be taken literally, though, and, and figuratively, in terms of the mitzvah of Hagbah. What, what's the rationale behind this mitzvah? Why, why do we have this mitzvah that when you're done reading the Torah, you, um, you pick up the Sefer Torah for everybody to see? It's just ceremonial. It's just a, a way to give more kibbutim at to people in case, you know, you had nine people show up that need kibbutim, only seven can get aliyah, so you have to have two extra, you know, things to give at to two extra people. Well, it's just like, you know, we're not into ceremonies in Judaism. We're not into things that are just like ritualistic. What's the idea? So the idea is showing everyone the Sefer Torah is not showing everyone the Sefer Torah. What we're really supposed to be doing is showing everyone the ksav, the, the, the oisius. And that's actually how it's mentioned in Shulchan Aruch. When Shulchan Aruch brings us down, Shulchan Aruch says, listen to this, so this Lashon of Shulchan Aruch, Mare Pnei Ksiva Sefer Torah La'am. The Mitzvah Hagba is to show everyone the letters. We want everyone to see the letters. So that's the first step in understanding what goes into a proper Hagba, is understanding what a proper Hagba is, is, is composed of, what the point is, what's the objective. The objective is for everyone to see the Oisius, not the Sefer Torah. We want everyone to see the letters. Now, why do we want everyone to see the letters? Why is that so important? The answer is, we're showing everyone the authenticity of the Torah, the legitimacy of the Torah, the validity of the Torah, and the, 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 the unbroken chain of tradition of the Torah. I'm showing everyone that everything that we just read is really here and is written down as copied from a Torah that was copied, that was copied, that was copied, that was copied, that goes all the way back to the Sefer Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu gave Yeshua, that Ezra HaSefer had. We're showing everyone <clears throat> that everything that we just said, read is actually written right here. Everything is right here. It's all copied down painstakingly, laboriously, <clears throat> by hand, and it's been copied by Seifrim, who have been copying it from Seifrim, who have been copying it from scribes. It goes back to time immemorial to Meshur Rabbeinu. So that's what we're doing when we do Hagba. We're showing everyone that everything that we just read, and more, is all right here in the Sefer Torah. It's all authentic. It's all legitimate. So if you think about it, you're upholding, you're, with, you're, you're sustaining the Sefer Torah in two ways. A, you're, you're picking it up, literally, you're, you're upholding it, but you're upholding the Mesoira, you're upholding the tradition, you're upholding the, the authenticity of the chain of tradition of the Sefer, of, 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 of Torah, of Torah Misenai, of, 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 of uh, you know, the tradition, the chain that's been unbroken <coughs> since Moshe Rabbeinu, by showing everyone everything we read and more is, is all here. It's all here, and it's all here, and we've received all this in an unbroken chain that went, goes back to Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's why... A, it's so important, because every time we read from the Torah, we want everyone to understand that it's not like something that I memorized, not something that, that, that um, 
you know, that, that someone told me that maybe I got it right, maybe I didn't get it right. Not something that I, you know, a, 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 uh, a sermon that I put together on my own. Maybe it's authentic, maybe it's not authentic. No, everything that I read is printed right here. It's immutable. I can't add, I can't detract, I can't modify this, I can't change it around. Everything that I read is printed here black and wh- on white, and it goes back to Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's what we're doing when we do Hagba. Be'etzim, it's a display and a, a, a reinforcement of the authenticity and the legitimacy, the legitimacy of the Torah. So that's amazing. That's a very, very significant thing to do. And you're being yokim as a Torah in two ways. You're physically picking it up, upholding it, and you're upholding the Messiah of the Torah. So that just gets us started understanding why this is such a chash of a thing to do. And, taking that step further, everyone knows this line, an oft-quoted line, Usually it's said ap- apologetically, and that is kulam, right? kulam. We know that the person g- gets hagba. That's a schos that, that that equals all the aliyahs altogether. You you know everyone knows this. It's it's uh, brought down in the nice kalim. It's a line from Chazal that the person that does hagba has a merit that equals all the aliyahs put together. In other words, it's a bigger kibud. It's a bigger honor to do hagba than to get any, to get any of the aliyahs to get all the aliyahs. The biggest honor is to do Hagba. So usually we, we find ourselves telling people that line when we ran out of Aliyah and we weren't able to get them and give them Aliyah. We say, you know, can you do Hagba? You know, the Lashon is Gaila, but it means the Magbiyah. And the person who does Hagba, he gets a schus connected all the Aliyahs. Would you like to do Hagba? Usually it's said apologetically. But the Maisa Chazal do say this line. And the reason behind why it's connected Kulam is exactly for what we just said. Because you're not just getting summoned to the Torah, you're not just reading part of the Torah, you are responsible for the chizik, for reinforcing the tradition, the authenticity, the legitimacy of the entire Torah. You pick it up, you're showing everyone that everything we read is right here. Everything we read is right here. Yes, question. Oh, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Oh, they pay money for the aliyahs? It should be more money even. It should be even more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ashkenazim, we get people to pay for whatever we can. We sell everything, right? By the Ashkenazim. If they'll pay for it, we sell it. That's our, uh, that's our uh, attitude. Um, yeah. Okay, so you're really, you're, 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 you're reinforcing the authenticity of Kola Tarakula. And so a person who does Hagba really should have this in mind. That's an amazing thing that I'm doing. But again, getting back to the halachic, halachic um, end of things. So the first thing to know is that the exercise of Hagba is an exercise in showing everyone, as Shulchan Aruch says, Pnei Ksiva Sefer Torah, La'am. We want everyone to see the letters. It's about seeing the letters. So immediately, someone that does Hagba and it's closed, he didn't do Hagba. He didn't do Hagba. Someone that picks up the Sefer Torah and he barely opened it. Nobody can see any of the Isis. That's not called Hagba. And according to Rambani, he might be getting a curse. You didn't do Hagba. What was it? It wasn't a Hagba. We don't need you to pick it up. You know, anyone, we, we, can, we can do, we can uh, wrap it up on, on, on the Bimo. We don't need anyone just to pick up the scroll. The Hagba is about everyone seeing the Isis. Okay, so that's the first thing. Now, um, how much of the Isis and how well are you supposed to see the Isis? We'll get there in a moment. But just to shift sideways for a second, when do you do Hagba? When do you do Hagba? Shimon, when do they do the Sfarim that don't sell Hagba? When do they do Hagba? 
First, that's right. And that's actually how Shulchan Aruch says it. Shulchan Aruch says, <laughs> the, 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 it's very interesting, the, the mitzvah of Hagba, the halachas of Hagba, are, the Shulchan Aruch brings in before the halachas of Kriya Satoru. He, he says, and then he gets into the halachas of, of reading. Reading the Torah. Why? Because the, the, the Svardim follow the, uh, the ruling of the Mechaber. The Mechaber holds that you, you show everyone what you're, what you're going to read before you read it. The Minig Ashkenaz, the Ramah brings down already, the Ramah says you do it afterwards. So Machloike is Peisyois, Maran Beit Yosef. Maran Beit Yosef, Shimon HaToshomea. Maran Beit Yosef. The Machloike between the Maran Beit Yosef and the Ramah, you do Hagba before or after. Now, I remember seeing in, in there's a Minig Yushalayim, Yushalayimers that, that go like the Mechaber, actually. There was a Shul in uh, my neighborhood in Sanhedria, in uh, Yushalayim, where they also did, they called an often a Hagba, they, they would do Hagba first. Um, I mean, Hagba's always, always supposed to be often, but that's what they, Abi, they called it often a Hagba, because after, after laning, they did a Farmachta Hagba, they would just pick it up to, to be, uh, to, to wrap around the, uh, the Gartel. So the Minig Yushalayim, there's some Yushalayimers that do it like the Sfardim, that do it before. But generally, the Sfardim do it before, the Ashkenazim do it after, but it's the same purpose. The purpose is for everyone to see either what we just read is all there and more, or what we're about to read and more is there. It's the same idea, whether you do it before or after, it's too interesting, Minhagim. Um, and again, the word is we want everyone to see the Oisius. The point of Hagba is for everybody to see the Ksav. If you didn't let everyone see the Ksav, the Oisius, you did not do Hagba. Um, the Mishnah Brew brings down from the Bryson Seifrim, Masecha Seifrim, which talks about Hagba over there, that the ideal is you're supposed to, people should see three columns. You're supposed to open up the Sefer Torah three columns wide. This is the recommended, this is the Masecha Seifrim. The Mishnah Brew himself is unsure if that is a requirement, no more, no less. The Mishnah Brew is unsure. But the ideal is three. The ideal is three would seem to have something to do with Kabbalah, perhaps. Um, the ideal is to have three. Three columns for everyone to see. But the Mishabur says already, you know, it depends on the strength of whoever's doing Kabbalah. The, implicit, it's, the Mishabur could either mean at least three, but if you're stronger, you can do even more. I once saw, you know, I was in a show where they used to have the Kabbalah contest every week. You know, so they used to summon the, 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 big, the big guys. And, what? The Bachram. Yeah, there was a Balabas also that every week could try to beat his record. Every week, try to six, seven, eight. How many columns? You know, they had the Hagba contest over there. Um, you just want to make sure. You know, you want to make make sure that your Yochum is atayra hazois. You want to chasasham get. You know, do go out of your way to do a Hagba lamahadrin and chasasham have the safer Torah, uh, not stable when you're doing it. But uh, the Mishnah Baruch says he brings down from the Seifer, which is really Magen Avram. There, Hatev brings it down. Um, it should be three columns. The Mishnah Baruch says, but. You know, it could be it's dependent on the strength of who's doing it. And it's not clear if the Mishra Baruch believes that at the very least three, and if you're strong, you can do more, or recommended three, and if you're strong, you can do more, and if you're weak, you can do less. Not so clear. It sounds a little bit like it should always be at least three, but if you're strong, you can do more. But again, it's not 100% muhach in, in the Mishra Baruch. But the ideal is three. The ideal is three. So again, we want to do Hagba properly. Going into Hagba, we want to know the ideal column width is three columns. And again, the point is to show everybody Show everybody what's written there. Now, from my perspective, if I'm in shul, what does it mean for me to see what's written there? Am I supposed to actually be able to read it? Or is it enough just to see Isis? I can see Isis, but it's too far away for me to read. 
So there's a bit of a tumble over here. The Mishnah Baruch says ideally you should read it, but the Mishnah Baruch says, you know, if you can't read it, um, that's also fine, because just seeing the Isis, the Mishnah Baruch brings down, um, just seeing the Isis, even if I can't read it, he brings down a little bit out of, the, uh, out of character for the Mishnah Baruch. He says the Mekubalim say, just seeing the Isis brings Iris, brings Shefa, brings Kedusha. You know, it, this is, it, it's Diberli Kim Chaim, the Sefer Torah is Hashem's own content, Hashem's own information, Hashem's data, it's immutable. So even if I see the Isis without being able to read them, I, I'm getting something out of it, and, and, and I'm fulfilling Hagba, and me as the Magbia and the Tzibor, as the, as the observers, so you're really performing Hagba even without being able to read it. There is a, a, an idea that if you could read it, it it's, it's, a, it's, it's a nice thing to do, it's maybe ideal. There is a, a, um, a minority opinion, but most, most of the Paiskim don't, don't go this far, don't tell people they need to do this. You know, do I need to run? Do I need to charge the bima? Do I need to charge the bima to be able to read it? So most, most Paiskim don't bring this down and you're going to go with the Mishnah that if I see the Isis, I can see the black and white, it's too far for me to read. If I see clearly there's Isis there, so you, you fulfilled the Hagban, that's good enough, I get the Kedusha, I get the Iris. There, there is, you know, I saw there is, there is one... Um, one uh, halachic work that says, no, you have to make a beeline, you have to go charge the bima, make sure you can read it. Most, again, most of the halachic authorities in Paiskim do not, do not um, require that, and if you're going to go ahead and be mahad to do that, you'll just make sure that nobody's in your way, okay? It's a bigger mitzvah not to knock somebody over in shul, um, not to bang into somebody's shtender or table, than to, to fulfill this Opinion of going Mahadramamish to be able to read all the Isis. Yeah, it's it, uh, is also something. So just make sure if you're going to charge the Bima, make sure nobody's in the way. Nobody's in the way. Don't ta- tackle anyone. But again, the, the, the Mishabura and most of the Paiskim take a more of a, 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 um, a stance of yeah, I'm getting the Hagban and the Magbiya is getting the Mitzvah by letting everyone see Isis. I can see there's printed matter there even if I can't read it Mamish. There's something, he's talking about Kabbalah with the Mishaburu, he talks about Kabbalah here, that I get Oyers, I get Shefa. So the, uh, they bring that a Ben Ishchai. There's a Ben Ishchai that says you should try to find a word that starts with the first letter of your name. 114 years for that, that, that sounds like it's true. That's the, he should uh, be a Melitz Yosha for all, all Klai, so for all the Yidden. And he writes that, uh, let's say, your name is Shimon, let's say. So there's an idea, Kabbalah, to see a word that begins with the letter Shin. If I can see, as they're doing Hagbal, a word that begins with the letter Shin, that's a nice thing, Kabbalah. But again, it's not something that you have to charge the Bima to do, not something that you have to, you know, knock people down, knock people out of your way to do. And if you stay by your shtender, by your table, and you see the Oiseus, you, you fulfill the Indian of Hagba. Which Oiseus are you supposed to be seeing? So... Here again, we have an ideal, but we have Me'ikr Adin. There is an ideal that the Magbiya should try to make sure that what they just read was exposed. Because again, the, the idea is I'm showing everyone that everything we read is right here and more. Three columns. Everything we read is right here and more. So there's an ideal that, that it should be there what we read. But it's Nam Akiv. It's Mamish Nam Akiv. And, 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 and the Mishnah Board doesn't even bring it down. That what you read should be there. Ramah, Mogen Avram, They don't bring this down. But it's mentioned... Um, the the the, the, um, the compendium halachic from the the Mata Ephraim Shari Ephraim mentioned an idea that since I'm showing everyone that everything we read is right here printed here, so ideally we should try to make sure that the Ali we read is there somewhere in those three columns. You have three columns. 
it's an ideal. It's the, it's the way to do it. But again, it's not makif. So, and I, I need just to say for Torah, just to make it a little bit easier, to hold a laugh, then uh, again, it, it's not, it's not um, something that is a prerequisite that we would say, oh, well, well one second, you can't do Hagba yet. With the Ali that we just read, is not exposed. No, no, no. You don't make the person Meshuggah. It's not Ma'akiv. It's an ideal, but it's not Ma'akiv. Um, so the ideal is, again, three columns. And it, it, it's ideal to have, it, from those three columns, exposed something that we just read. Um, the three columns is dependent on the strength of the Makbiya. And what we just read is Nochamol um, is, not, is, not, uh, is not a prerequisite, but it's a nice thing to do. But what if some, we call someone to do Hagba, and he comes up and he says it's holding by, you know, we're by Parshas uh, Ha'azinu. And 99% of the safety is now on the right, and 1% is on the left, and the guy's a lefty. Right? Or the other way around. We have him do Parshas Bereshis, Parshas Noyach, and he's a righty. Very hard to do Hagba like that. Uh, he wants to do Hagba. So based on what we just said, theoretically, you're allowed to be Gailu of the Sefer Torah for a little bit to make it a little bit more balanced for him to do. You're allowed to be Gailu, but that's a very big bit of it. You're allowed to do it. Maker, then you're allowed to do it because you're making it more balanced and, um, and, and uh, you don't have to have what you just read exposed as we just learned. But it's a bit of it, A, because it's Tircha de Tibura right now, and B, it's going to be Tircha de Tibura next time we have to lane. You're going to have to be Gailu forward now. And have to be guided backwards again next time we lane. So it's, you're supposed to try to avoid this if you can avoid it. If the guy comes up and says he can't do it, so ask him to, if he could be Michael, be Mavata, and get someone else who is a, a strong right arm to do it at the end, a strong left arm to do it at the beginning. It's better to do it that way. Um, okay, but, but uh, this is the idea, and we should be, the, the job of the Magbi is everyone should see the Isis. The job of the Tzibor is to see the Isis. And if you haven't pulled that off, you haven't really done a proper Hagba. Finally, um, well, two, two, well, one more thing before the finally, before the workshop. We're going to have the workshop in a moment. Picking up your finger. We may have heard there is a mucker, there isn't a mucker. You're supposed to do this, you're not supposed to do this. So, the, first of all, there is a minute that's brought down that, that nobody does. The Mechaber himself, Maram Bet Yosef, when he talks about doing Hagba, he says, everyone should see it. You should bow. You should bow. When, when you stand up, when, when they do Hagba, everyone should bow. You should bow to the Sefer Torah. Does Farim do that? They bow? I am, I am You're a mix. But what does Sephardim do? Bemet? The Minigah Ashkenazim not to do this. Ashkenazim don't bow. Ashkenazim don't bow. For some reason, this Minig was not carried over to the Ashkenazim, but the Mechaber says to bow. The Mechaber says stand up and bow to the Sefer Torah. Bow to the Sefer Torah. The Ashkenazim don't do this. But instead, we replaced it with something the Mechaber doesn't say to do, and that's picking up the finger. So, this is one of these things everyone does. Then we, you know, develop a little bit in our knowledge of Judaism. Ah, there's no mucker for that. There's one of these silly things everybody does. There's no real source for this or this. So that misses, um, there is a source for, for both, actually. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to pin the source down exactly, but there's a Svartish source to, uh, the Rav Chaim Palaji says to point with your finger. But the etzba, not the zeres. He says to point with the finger. The zois ha toira. The zois. Zois means you're pointing at something. Zois ha toira. He says point with the finger, but not not the pinky, the index finger. The the meam loyes has a has has also a compendium of hilchas hagva here in Parshas Kisavoy. Meam loyes. Everyone knows that's the uh, in English it's called the Torah anthology. The translated one of that, um, the one that Ravaria Kaplan translated, Zatzal. So in Hebrew, the original one's called Me'am Loyes, and he goes, 
Parsha by Parsha, he brings out mitzvahs and halachas and, and musr and hashkafa. So in Kisava, he goes to Hilchas Hagba and he brings down a minig to go with the Zeres, but he doesn't cite the source for this. He says, there's a minig to point with your, with your pinky finger. So where's the Eilam getting it? They're getting it from this Mayam Loyes. I wasn't able to track it down beyond the Mayam Loyes. He says, Yeshman Hagim Rabim, and he says, people have a minig to point with the, with the pinky finger. So before we start telling people, ah, oh, you guys are Amaratsim, there's no source for that, absolutely no source. The Mayam Loyes does say it, but again, it's not clear the source for that, maybe, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what the source is beyond the Mayam Loyes. He does usually source his sources. Um, here he just says it's a minig. It's a minig that people have. But we can't tell people with, with a, with a uh, mocking laugh, you know, uh, that uh, it's just a bunch of amaratzis, a bunch of ignoramuses doing that. Um, Rav Chaim Palaji brings down with, with the index finger. He does bring down his minig to point because of his voice. That's presumably from the voice Torah. And Mayam Lois brings down an unnamed source to do it with a pinky finger. So, Kleiso somehow gravitates towards this pinky finger business. You don't start telling people, you want to make a campaign about something in, 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 in Yiddishkeit, this is not the place to make your campaign. You know, stop doing the pinky finger. You know, Kleiso has enough problems to work on first. Um, okay. Finally, so we know that the Sefer Torah has to be open. And we, it's our job to, sh- to share this with others. Everybody. So we've got to teach people, we've got to educate people and enlighten people um, the right way to do Hagba. <clears throat> the purpose of Hagba is right, really what shows the right way to do Hagba. The purpose is for everyone to see the Isis. How do we do it when you're called to do Hagba? How do you do it? So, so let's now demonstrate. Let's demonstrate the right way to do Hagba. Yitzchuk, you still there? So first I'm just going to quote Mishnah Baruch, which, uh, the Mechaber, which is really quoting the Bryce Masech HaSoyim. It says, you pick up, you hold the Sefer Torah, and you show it to the La'am, to the Tzibor, the congregation, people that are standing on the right, people that are standing on the left, and you, and you, you, you um, turn it around in front of you and behind you. So it says, to the people, you show it to the people on the right, to the people on the left, and then in front of you and behind you. So it sounds like, first of all, so... We're facing east, let's say, right? We faced east. So I want to show it to the people. I, here, I'm holding up the Sefer Torah. I want to show it to the people that are standing on my right. So if I show it to the people standing on my right, which way do I have to turn? I have to turn left. Now I'm showing it to the people on the right. And then he says, show it to the people on the left. So now I go like that. I'll show it to the people on the left. Now there's a problem. There's a problem because this violates a, 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 um, a well-known, um, a well-known, a well-known, um, um, precept from Chazal that whenever we pivot, whenever we rotate, we're supposed to go left to right, never right to left. We always go left to right. We're never supposed to turn this way. We always pivot clockwise, not counterclockwise. So if I show it to the people that are on the right, I have to go counterclockwise. So how can the Mechaber says to show the people on the right and then the people on the left? I should first show the people on the left, go clockwise, and then go counterclockwise. What's going on over here? So the, the tr- truth is that the, 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 there's no kasha. Nechaber um, is not contradicting this, this tenet from Chazal that you always swivel clockwise. The Svardim do Hagba with the Sefer Torah facing outwards. There's big Svardish Sefer Torah, they hold them like this. The Svardim hold the Sefer Torah like this. So the whole thing, that answers up this, 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 this mystery over here. The answer to this mystery is the Mechaber is speaking here, the Maram Beit Yosef, 
and the Sephardim have those big Sephardim, they open up like that, and they, they hold it with the Ksav facing out, not like the Ashkenazim, they have the Ksav facing in, the Sephardim have the Ksav facing out, so everything stems perfectly. Mechaber says, first show it to people on the right, yes, I, I pivot clockwise, and then show the people on the left, I pivot counterclockwise, that's when I'm holding it outwards. If we're Ashkenazim, and I say if, if we're Ashkenazim, and we have this, the Ksav facing inwards, then Taka, we do the opposite, and this is what the Paiskim say. We should first show the, the, the Ksav to the people on the left. We pivot to the right, because you always have to go clockwise. So the right way you have to go, you pick up the same term, make, make sure it's three comms, pick it up, pick it up, pivot to the right, the people here saw, and then the Mechaber says, then swing the other way, so I'm going to be doing the opposite of the Mechaber, because my Sefer Torah is the opposite direction of the Mechaber, I go back the other direction. Now, the interesting afternoon will be, though, there's going to be one time during the year that we actually do a coin to the Mechaber, and that's going to be on Simchas Torah, when you do a Fakerter Hagba. We know that on Simchas Torah, you pick up, you cross your hands, and you pick up the Sefer Torah like this, and you go like that, so it's facing outward, then, you know, you have, really have to be Oizke Cheshwin, the Gabayim have to tell people this, you know, and Simchas Torah, then I tackle, I'm going to, um, uh, I'm still going to rotate the same way, actually, but, uh, I stay because I always go to the right. I'm saying I always go to the right, but I'm, I'm fulfilling the mechaber now. I'm fulfilling the mechaber. Yeah, the, the the really what needs to be spoken out is don't be too lumdish. Don't think oh I'm, I I flipped it around so now I should go the opposite direction. Oh the, the the rule is like this: we always pivot from left to right. We always go clockwise. It's just going to turn out that when it's not simchas Torah, the people on my left are seeing first. When it is simchas Torah, the people on my right are going to see first. But we always go clockwise. Right, left, front, back. Oh, so so one sec, one sec, one sec. We're gonna, that's the second half. That's the second half. That's the second half. Okay, so again, we start off by pivoting. So we always want to go clockwise, and that means if I'm a Svarity, the people on my right are seeing first. If I'm an Ashkenazi and it's Simchas Torah, the people on my right are seeing first. If I'm an Ashkenazi and it's not Simchas Torah, the people on my left are going to see first. What do I do next? So there's two different approaches in, in the Poiskim, and really you can do whatever you want. You can go either way, but you have to do one of the two. It sounds like, as, as Reb Menachem there is pointing out, he says, right, left, front, back. So how do I do right, left, front, back? I do right. But before I do back, I have to do left, so then I have to go back this way. Right? And then I can go, I, 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 did, I did right, and I covered the front, left, and then I do the back, and I come back like this, and I sit down, and they're going to So in other words, you make, you go 90 degrees this way, so the people over here see, and then you swivel around the other way so everyone else sees. So that is one approach in doing Hagba, and, 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 and that's a valid way to do Hagba. That would be taking the directions literally that we seem to be you know, not going consecutively clockwise all the way around. Another approach, though, and this is the way the Chaznish did it, is that the, the, we're not supposed to, this is not like dance steps over here. We're not supposed to be going first right, and then left, and then front, and then back. It's just it's a nice way of just covering all the directions. So you just keep going clockwise. The Chaznish did have it like this, picked it up, and went all the way around like this, and then sat there. That's how the Chaznish said to do Hagwa. So either way, you have so backing you up, but it has to be one of the two. If you want to do a proper Hagwa, again, it's either picking up the Sefer Torah, again, when you're an Ashkenazi or a Svarty, going more or less 90 degrees to the right, letting the people behind you see, then, swiveling back the other way to let everyone else see. 
then coming back and sitting down, or going not to the right and then just encircling all the way around. So I'm making one full circle all the way around and then sitting, sitting down and having them do um, glila. So this Rabbi Isai hopefully should, should uh, allow us to do Hagba, to be Yochim as a divrei, kol divrei Torah, zois la We should fulfill this properly and we should spread this uh, workshop with others. We shall be zoicha to uphold the Torah, sustain the Torah, bring more Torah into our lives and our communities. Thank you for joining us. A lot of times the people